and welcome back to another episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name's Brandon. And I'm Craig. I'm thinking about talking really, really quick like the Micro Machines guy because I had a shot of espresso. And I know it makes some people, um, they love it. They like to listen to it when it's really amped up. And I'll balance you out by today. How about we... <laughs> people are like, okay, okay I'm, I'm done, done already. Done. Okay, I won't talk like that and you won't talk like that. But welcome. How are you? I'm good. It's been a couple of weeks. Beautiful outside. Do you I know was, what today is? Today is Monday. Monday, September the 9/11. 11th. 9-11. Uh, what was it? 20, 22 years. years ago. And... Um, it was, um, you know, it's always amazing because I, I was on my way in and I was listening to um, the first part of the, like they played like uh, the first three minutes of the original broadcast mm. of what happened mm-hmm. um, on a certain station. I think it was out in New York and um, just they had no idea what happened. Right. I like we don't that. know if it was an explosion. And then some, then like as they're going on, they're like, we just learned that a plane has hit the World Trade Center. And, um, so, I mean, that was just, you know, I still think about that because for you and I and everybody else who really aren't connected to the World Trade Center or somebody that was at the Trade Center in New York, we, we look at this and we're like, oh yeah, this was a tragedy. This is a part of our history. But if you lost a spouse, a child, mom, dad, aunt, uncle, friend, relative, acquaintance, you're, you're still, um, you're still mourning. Yeah. You're still grieving. And I think all of, I think all of us, um, you know, when that happened, there was like almost a gut punch. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, when you see something of, you know, of that magnitude, there's something almost, um, it makes your, it shows you the frailty of life. Yeah. And how frail we actually are. Mm-hmm. Cause those people got up in the morning, they had breakfast, they yeah. kissed their spouses, uh-huh. they told their kids, I'll see you tonight. And guess what? They didn't. They were dead yeah. within a, an hour and a half. Right. And you have no idea. And yeah. so every time I think about 9-11, you know, I, like even today when I heard about, I totally forgot it was 9-11 until I heard the, uh, them talking about it. And on my way in, I was just like, you know, you know, I, again, I know we have a lot of issues in this country and it, and they're bad. They're really bad. But I also am thankful that I live here right now mm-hmm. and I'm thankful Absolutely. to God. And I just, you know, I, I actually did. I just said it like a little blanket prayer for those people who are affected by that. Exactly. I, mean, I know we're all affected by it, but not as much as if right. you are, yep. are there. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Uh, everybody always, you know, they ask the question, where were you? Uh huh. Where were you when it when it happened? Because it's like yeah, that's one of those events that you remember. It's like JFK. Like mm-hmm. where were you? People can actually know, you know, where they were. So, um, but where were you? I'd have to ask God where I was with JFK. I'm not really sure where I was before. I was I was not there either. So, <laughs> but no, I was that. Yeah, that was that is definitely one of those events that you you know exactly where you were. We were. Um, that was 22 years ago. I was 16 years old. Normally, I would have been in school, but my grandfather had passed away on the 7th, and so his funeral was 9-11-2001, and we were getting ready for his funeral. Heard that the— um, I was 36. Right? There you go. <laughs> I was 16. Um, I, we were, were getting ready for the funeral. Heard what had happened with the first tower being struck. My sister had been to New York the prior year and had brought myself and my dad ties back from New York. And so I had already had a tie on for the funeral, but went in and changed ties and put one on that had the actual Twin Towers on it, I think. Wow. And I remember standing in front of my grandmother's TV. I had my tie around my neck, and I was tying my tie, and I watched the second plane hit live. And that was a feeling that was just – it was eerie. Yeah. And we had always – we had said, you know, it's a really good thing that my grandfather passed away when he did. He was a very – Patriotic man, loved this country, served for this country, served in the Navy, and um, we said that if he wouldn't have died on the 7th, that that event may have killed him. Right. So. Well, the uh, you're right. You know exactly where you were. I was at church in my office, mm-hmm. and uh, a lady uh, was there, ran in, and she's like, did you hear a plane hit the World Trade Center? And I was like, what? And so the internet at that time wasn't like it is it a little today. Different. We were dial-up. Exactly. So once you got on, you were fine, but it kind of took a while to yep. get on because um, apparently when I was dialing up, so was everybody in the nation. Oh, absolutely. So everything was bogged down. And I kept getting this little thing, try again, try yeah. again, yeah, try again. And so about six times in, I finally logged on and um, got on and finally saw that the World Trade Center had been hit. And so it was live 
as best as they could in right. uh, 2001, mm-hmm. but they were delayed by like four seconds. So you yep. saw the, like, they were like snippets, you know what right. I mean? So I was watching that. So finally, um, you know, and, and again, I mean, we take everything for granted today because we didn't have like the big screen TV. So right. all we had was right. a television. Yes. Yep. So I went back into this kid's room where we had a television, hooked up the rabbit ears of all things. <laughs> and finally I was able to tune into like ABC and it was yep. kind of hard to see, but I finally saw it. Saw the second plane hit. Yeah. First, they were like, oh, it was tragedy. First plane hits. You know, it's like an accident how this happened. Right, right. But when the second plane hit, you're like, this no, isn't an accident. This ain't no accident. So yeah. um, this is purposely done. So, yeah. Um, well, and I think what you saw too, Allie and I were talking about this the other day. Um, what you saw take place in the days following that was you, you saw people seeking truth. You saw people searching for God. And asking questions, and, and I mean, a ton of people started going to church. But how long did that last? You know that that's a good that's a good point because um, that was one of the things that uh, I think I remember. You remember the day, mm-hmm. but I remember like say the four to five to six weeks uh-huh. following. Exactly. If the United States of America was ever actually united, yes, it was then. Mm-hmm. It was for a small period in time yep. when you saw Democrat and Republican. Arm in arm at the Capitol building singing God Bless America, mm-hmm. and they were singing all these songs, yep. and it was quite touching. And I think people – I really – I hate to say this, so if you're listening, don't get offended with us. Um, I think God takes the worst things in our life, and he – when he does that – and I know this sounds crazy – but when when you go through something terrible like that or you're affected by something like that, there's a window that's open that God wants you to go through. Uh-huh. And and I wonder I wonder if God wanted us as a country or God wanted us as individuals to go through this window. Yes. We got to the window. It's kind of mm-hmm. like we're going to talk about the Israelite people right. coming up over 10 weeks. But um, you get to that window, but you don't go through it. It, it kind of stops. It's kind of like I always tell everybody that when tragedy happens or you lose somebody that you love, you have a short – I always call it like a 24 to 48-hour window mm-hmm. to actually talk to these people. To re- they're, they are so open and ready right. for something. But that window gets smaller and smaller it as time goes on. And pretty soon they're back to normal life. Yep. And we saw that. We saw that with Which, that event. Oh, attendance was up in church. Uh-huh. Like, um, I, I can't remember. I'd have to look it yeah. up. But I know we were up. Yeah. I mean, we were way up. Yes. We were up, um, you know, we were a smaller church, but we were up maybe 60, 80 people. Mm-hmm. And then it started going back then. Mm-hmm. People just were seeking. Right. People, you, you call for times of prayer. Church was packed. I mean, we, I'd be like, prayer service, uh, this Wednesday night, and you'd walk in and there's a hundred people sitting in there. You're like, I'd mm-hmm. like to have a hundred people. We're lucky to have like eight Ten. people exactly. at our prayer service. Speaking of, um, tomorrow night, Tuesday, nine twelve at six o'clock, we are having our first, uh, night of prayer of the fall. So exactly. if you're listening to this prior to six p.m. on Tuesday, September the 12th, Please join us for a night of prayer. I've heard from a wise man that's the most important thing you'll ever do. Not night of prayer, but praying exactly. in general. And um, we're, our plan was to meet out at the um, fire, pit, the fire pit, yeah. but uh, it looks like rain. So if it rains, we're going to meet in the uh, sanctuary. So yes. just make that thing. But There you go. So anyway, our prayers go out to those who are yep. still um, still mourning the loss today. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on in New York and around the country uh, honoring and uh, remembering a 9-11. So, yeah. um, and I... I don't know. I struggle with just how, I don't know, insensitive I think people can be. We, and we get this way in the church, but I think as a nation too, just individually, everyone is only worried about them. They could care less about where we've come from as a nation. They could Mm -hmm. care less about what we started as a Mm -hmm. nation. They could care less about God. But like for me, to see the American flag, I, I ran my half marathon in Amish country this past Saturday. And before it started, they raised an American flag up that was probably 20 foot wide okay. and about 15 to 20 foot wide, probably 40 to 50 foot long. Mm-hmm. And they raised it up on the boom, the ladder of a fire truck. And that thing was literally dangling above my head. And the, the worship team at the church that we started at was playing music and stuff and singing worship songs. And they sang the national anthem. And and I was singing, but I had to stop because like it brought a tear to my eye. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and I I just I don't understand 
I think selfishness has crept in and, and people just they care less right. about unity. Yep. They could care less about, you know, our foundation. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's that's kind of sad because like you said in in that moment um we were united as mm-hmm. as a nation. And we lost that really quickly because things went back to normal. Well, it's amazing how you, you amazing how the feelings that you have or when you hear something like that because or you see something because uh in 2011 um I was working at the Reds and pretty much um full time and mm-hmm. and I was down there and um on 9/11 they actually brought a piece of the World Trade Center in. It was oh, as my. long as this room and as wide as this room and wow. it was a twisted piece of metal. And um, it was set off on the, the concourse of at Great American Ballpark, and then there was a crane outside of the ballpark, hoisted a flag up mm-hmm. above that. Guess what? That was a flag that they were taking that around. We just happened to have it on nine eleven, mm-hmm. but it was it was for like um, they were hitting every major league ballpark in September. We just the uh, Cincinnati just happened to have that on nine eleven. That was the flag they found it. It was in the rubble. They said it was one of the flags that was on top of the World Trade Center when it fell. Wow. And you should have seen this flag. Mm. It was like tattered and torn. Yeah. I mean, it was shredded. I mean, it was it was big, mm-hmm. but there were pieces missing. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was – I was when I walked out there, it was before the stadium opened. And one of the guys I was working with said, hey, did you see the display? And I was like, no, nah, I'll get down there to see it. And when you walked down there, and they were had, I can't remember the music they were playing, but they had these speakers around it. So it was very, I was very emotional because yeah. I'm like, yeah. then they had pictures and you're just like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. And so you touch it mm-hmm. and you're like, this was daggone mm-hmm. in New York when this, when that plane hit, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. And, um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, um, a lot of, um, memories today mm-hmm. and, um, but, it's like anything. The further down you yeah. get, people do have a tendency to forget. For yeah. sure. And I don't think we should. Oh, absolutely. I don't think we should. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So, along with that, mm-hmm. as always, we're drinking coffee. Yes, we and are. We are drinking. We had this given to us by uh, an anonymous donor, and it is called Midnight Rider. What a great coffee for nine eleven! right? It is. I said it sounds like a Waylon Jennings song. It does. Now, your eyes are better than mine, so this is, um, I hand this over to you. Yeah. It has, uh, I tasted something in it. Oh, look at that. So yesterday was our, um, our Honduras mission Sunday. Yes. The origin of Midnight Rider is Honduras. Um, it is a medium body. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much what all, what all you got there, but it, Mm -hmm. it gives the altitude that it was grown at. And all of that fun stuff, but the tasting notes are berry, cane sugar, and melon. It's good. It's nice and smooth. Oh, it's very good. I mean, and... it's Black Rifle. How can you go wrong? Well, this is true. And um, I, uh, I I like it because um, not only is it good, but I also had my shot of... Espresso. Espresso. There you yeah, go. Exactly. And uh, the the espresso, espresso, however you would like to say it, um, that, that was a dark roast... That is Blackbeard's delight. I brought that in as well. That's a black rifle. So you're double black rifled up. Yeah, it's very good. And I'm going to be, I'll be talking like the Energizer Bunny, right. whatever that guy's name is. That, I, um, I drank my espresso straight. I didn't put it in my coffee. Yeah. I'm finishing my coffee now, but, but yes, very good. So thank you, um, for the coffee as usual. Always good. And, um, we, we enjoy. We enjoy our coffee. We do. We do enjoy it. So we, um, what a good day yesterday. And, um, we are, um, mission trip to Honduras. Um, I don't know how many people actually went 10 or so, I think maybe 10 or so, yeah. 10 or so, 10 or 11. And, um, so we heard from them and they each took a different aspect, three or four minutes a piece. And I thought they all did a, um, a really good job of describing what the t- uh, mission trip was. If you didn't get a chance to be here and you'd like to see it, you can pull that up on our YouTube channel and Mm -hmm. um you can take a look at that and um see what they had to do and and then we heard um i know and then i know we do you know we've helped um over in honduras quite a bit with the container project and we sent food and we've done all these things so there's a there's a little bit of a reach from (laughs) here to there yes 
So, but it was good to to hear from them, and mm-hmm. thank you guys for um, who were here yesterday to show up and to listen, and maybe uh, you've gained some knowledge, or maybe you put a bug in your ear that maybe you'd like to go along with them next mm-hmm. year. So, yep, um, who knows? So exactly. Or maybe you thought, I had no idea this was going on, and I just happened to show up. Right, so. <laughs> for sure. Yep, nope, we had that yesterday. Uh, youth group officially kicked back off. I mean, we've been meeting through the summer as well, but um, we started a, our weekly Sunday nights. So from last night on, um, obviously we won't meet. I think the next time we won't meet is the week of Thanksgiving, but right. we'll meet Sunday evenings from here on out, and that's for middle and high school students. And um, we're going to be splitting the high school and middle school up for lesson time. They'll be together for game mm-hmm. and, and meals and all awesome. that stuff. But um do want to put a plug out. If you're listening to this and, and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'd love to be able to, to help out with that ministry, but maybe, you know, corralling kids and helping out physically is not your thing. We are looking for people to serve by helping with meals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can do that a couple of different ways. You can either just donate money to, to provide meals for the students Um you can come and help serve the meals on Sunday nights. Like this coming week, I think we've decided unless we get somebody that's like, oh, no, I want to make a meal, I think we're going to go cereal night. Kids love cereal night. Really? Oh, yeah, they love it. Like Captain Crunch. And- oh, we've already we, – we mentioned it last night, and they were like – the ones that were there, they were like, oh, yeah. And so they're throwing out like what they wanted. Um, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was one of those. Really? Fruit Loops was the first one mentioned. It's like, Fruit Loops? And when I was in college, there was a guy that uh, would mix cereal. He would mix – Captain Crunch, the uh, berry one. Crunch berries. I love crunch, crunch berries. berries. And he would do Rice Krispies in there. I can see that. Yeah. I bet he, that's not bad. We go down for breakfast. They just chow down on that. That's Rice awesome. Krispies and <laughs> Crunch Berry. All right. There you go. The thing with Captain Crunch is, is this. It really rips the roof of my mouth up. It's tough. It is tough. Like, it's hard. It's like none other like I've seen. It's like gravel. Mm-hmm. You got to let it sit in the milk for a minute or so. Or two. Or two. Yeah, right. (laughs) But the other way that you can help serve is by providing a meal, making a meal for the students. They love uh, home cooked meals as well. And so what kind of meals are, what kind of meals are good if people are listening? Like I, what, what, uh, obviously pizza is good, but we've had people make shredded chicken sandwiches Mm -hmm. and maybe a side or just potato chips, um, hamburgers, hot dogs, anything like that. Spaghetti. They like spaghetti nights. They've done that before. Um, they're, they're, Teenagers, they like food. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a teenager and I like food, so. Well, this is true. So, like for if somebody wants to donate money, say, hey, I'll donate money for pizza, how much money would they have to donate? Uh, you're looking at probably right now with the amount of of students we have, 40, 50 bucks or so. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. Yep. A lot. You can feed a whole bunch of people for 50 bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Well, right now, we, well, like last night, we got pizzas, picked up pizzas from uh, Domino's and, um, the robotics. Teams were selling slice the price cards early, uh-huh. earlier in the year, and so buy a large, get a large for free, and that is good for as many larges as you buy. Oh, nice. So last night we paid for three larges, but brought six. Oh, nice! So so that helps. But you had to go to Marysville to get it. But I had to go to Marysville yeah. to get it. They don't so. deliver that far. <laughs> they do not deliver that far. No. So, but it was good. Oh, it was man. good. But what's been going on with you? Oh, Anything crazy! My. You went on a bike ride. I've been biking all. Been biking, week. yeah. I try to bike about forty miles or so a week, maybe. Maybe got a little bit more in last week. Uh, winter's going to be coming around the corner, and I'm not going to be able to bike, and so that that puts yeah. a hit on me a little bit. And yeah. if you understand when you're in your fifties, bro. Um, but um, I really do enjoy it, and uh, actually went out yesterday after church, mm-hmm. and um, Anita wanted Culver's. I went bike riding. How about that? Sounds like a fair trade. Exactly. To me. So, um, but I, uh, I hit, hit the trail and, um, it was a beautiful day. Oh, it was. And, it's um, been nice. I, I was going to yeah. ask you, how about this weather? The weather's been really good. I mean, we had a couple, what, four Smoking or five days, days in a yeah, row where it was, really you, it was like, I was like, I hot and humid. Yeah. I was almost like, I can't do this. Yeah. It was like you walked outside. It was like a sauna. Exactly. And so, but the last few days, like we saw, I uh, saw the window open last yeah. night. And, yep. Uh, which is, which is really nice. Um, but you have, um, I looked at the weather coming up. I mean, like tomorrow is rain, but, uh, Wednesday is supposed to be like sunny and high of 65. Yeah. Yes. And they're looking like uh, the humidity is starts off kind of high in the morning, but it's, it's like down drop, to 45% yeah. in the afternoon. So 65 degrees and 45% humidity, you're going to need a coat. Right. Not or, me. No, not me either, but somebody but will. Some people, my wife will. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's been, um, 
been good, and it's going to be good running weather. Yeah, my uh, son turned 35 this past week, oh. so we're leaving church Sunday right after church and heading to celebrate his birthday and Heather's birthday because Heather um, also has a birthday in about a week. So awesome. We're doing them both at one time. So We've got a couple birthdays coming up this week, too, which means I have another German chocolate cake to make. Another one? So I, gonna, did you actually make the no, first I'm gonna, one? No, I'm probably just going to make them both at the same time. So my father-in-law's birthday, maybe I'll just cut it in half and give How about you, if you do this? half and him half. How about if you make mine first and then let him wait two weeks before he gets his? Okay. Okay. Uh, but then also Jasper. You better not. He's the goose. You right. <laughs> Jasper's birthday's in six days. So uh, You making him a German chocolate he's gonna cake He's going to be too? two. No, I don't oh, think okay. dogs are supposed to have German chocolate cakes. But yeah, Jordan's got a countdown on her phone to his birthday. So okay, I've got a question. Yes, let's get back to the German chocolate cake. Okay. Um, thing. What is the date today? Here we go, September the eleventh. And when was my birthday? Thirty first. And that was how August? many days ago? <laughs> eleven that days. Was eleven ago. days ago. So yeah, I'm just asking. It's par for the course, bro. Hey, good things come to those who wait. I'm just testing your patience. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're like, you test my patience on a regular basis, <laughs> yeah. not just with cake. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> so when if and when, because originally, which my hopes were built up today, I, I had really high hopes today. Because last week he kept saying, hey, I'm going to make German chocolate cake and we'll eat it on the podcast and talk about it. That was the goal. So maybe um, next weekend. I had a busy weekend, bro. Yeah. I had a busy weekend. But this weekend... Did not coincide with the 31st of August, so. I had a busy weekend then, too. That was fair weekend. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting anything ready that weekend uh-huh. or prepared for anything. And my parents were up, but. Although my dad would have helped us eat that German chocolate cake. See, that would have been prime. He would have loved it. <laughs> he would have. He would have. But you know what? It's the thought that counts. It's, I have all of the ingredients. Like, yeah. I'm ready to make. I need, I may need some more pecans. That's like a, uh, that's like a person who says they're a Christian and. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Here we finish. go. I got my Bible. I got my Bible study book, but they never opened their Bible. They never, they never, they never opened the study book. Hey, I got all the stuff, but I, I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so anyway, how was your week? <laughs> hold on. I'll get there. I saw a story. Now that you went there, I saw a story on Facebook. It's been a few months ago, but, um, I guess this, this minister went to visit this family. And have you heard this? I don't. One of those stories. Anyways, this minister goes and and he has has Uh, dinner with this husband and wife, and a couple of of weeks go by, and the the wife is is you know looking around, and and she's like, you know what? I think he stole our spoon, and she had this really nice, you know, these dishes. They were really nice. You all right? Yeah, have you heard this? Listen. No, it's just keep going. And, and she's like, and she keeps telling her husband, he has stole our spoon. And, and she's salty about it forever. Well, the minister year, stole the spoon. The, the okay. minister yeah. stole the spoon. And um, so a year goes by. They they happen to have the minister back over again. And they have dinner. And after dinner, the wife says, okay, pastor, I just have to ask. We had you over for dinner about this time last year. And. After you left, I, one of my nicest spoons went missing, and I, I absolutely just could not find it. I have to ask, and will you please be honest with me, did you steal my spoon? And he looked at her and he said, no, I didn't steal it. I put it in your Bible. <laughs> Got to open that thing. <laughs> yeah. There's some good stuff in there, including yeah. your spoon. <laughs> so there you go. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Does German chocolate cake come into play? <laughs> I have no idea what that has to do with German. You said it's like Christians who say they've got all the exactly. ingredients, they've got everything, but they're not tapping into what they need to. So. Oh, I mean, um, I know I hear about your week here, but yesterday, yes, had a great time for about ten minutes with your kids. Oh gosh, uh, it was <laughs> Grandpa Craig strikes again. So okay, so. Just bear with me for a second. They're in my office, and his daughter Jordan's sitting on the couch in front of my desk. And um, she's like, she wanted to go to Roosters to eat lunch. And Brandon's like, no, we're not going to go to Roosters to eat lunch because I got to go back tonight, got to pick up pizza. So I don't want to run twice to Marysville. So she was kind of like, you could see it in her face that not only was she disappointed, but she wasn't happy about it. Am I correct? Would you would you agree with me? Correct. So I looked at Brandon. I was like, you know what? Ten years from now. 
you're not going to ever remember not running to Marysville twice, but guaranteed she's going to remember you didn't take her to Roosters today. <laughs> he just looked at me like. So then to top it off, I always have like, what do you call that air? It's condensed air. air. It's an air horn. Well, I have condensed air. You have condensed air, yes. And your daughter, Kennedy, that loves that. you like that. clean keyboards and stuff yeah, with. she loves it. She absolutely loves it. And um, what does she do to it? She turns it upside down and makes ice or something. That's what it. I do. Yeah. And you so, don't do that at home. You can hurt somebody with that. Like, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. And then I have a couple air horns, and I gave them an air horn yesterday. So we were getting ready to leave church, and all of a sudden, they let it off pretty good in the back of you. Yeah, that thing was um, that thing was loud. You jumped. You were like, I jumped the one time. Well, they weren't. They were like kind of letting it squeak out, kind of like a balloon. Like when you, yeah, yeah. And so that's what I showed you a video this morning yeah. of Pee Wee Herman letting this balloon off for like four minutes straight, yeah, which is what it reminded me of the air horn. But then she riddled that. It was dude. Like, it was loud. It, it like, did make me jump. I think I tinkled a little. Oh gosh! Right. But anyways, delete, delete the air horn. Didn't make it home. That air horn. No, just it's so been you know, used a lot. I did not throw it out the window. They just used it, and all of the compressed air was. Were they disappointed? Gone. No, I think they got enjoyment out did of they? it. Okay, it, good. Yeah, the, good for they them. threw it away. I didn't tell them that you had um, that you had more in your. I do. I'll give them to them next week. For the next several weeks, we'll send home with an air horn. So awesome! I can't wait. So tell us about your week. My week was good. Um... We went up to Amish country, picked the kids up um, Friday after school, and picked my mother-in-law up and headed to Amish country. Went straight to the church, picked up uh, my packet for the race on Saturday. Um, I ran in the Berlin, Berlin, um, Amish country half marathon. And they had a half marathon, a 5K, and a 10K. Um, And I was telling you earlier, there was a gentleman that was 81 years old who ran the 10K, which is 6.4 miles. And um, What about I, that Amish girl that passed you wearing her uh, okay, clogs so, and her uh, and She her wasn't gown. wearing clogs, but, you know, I heard rumors and saw online, you know, as, I, as I'm surfing Facebook. I, I found this earlier in the year, and I said, I told Allie, I'm like, I've got to do this. Like, that just seems so fun. And, right. You know, it's kind of torture if you think about it with all the hills and stuff, but it, it, was, it was really good. The scenery was beautiful. The weather was perfect. It was like 62 degrees, cloudy. Um, it was a little humid, but it was still good. But so mile, about mile six in, I, um, I was feeling really good and I had seen on my watch that I had gotten a text from, um, from Corey Smith. And so I pulled my camera out and I took a picture of myself sticking my tongue out and whatnot. And I sent it to him and I, I sent it then to Allie and Annette and Jordan. And, um, I stuck my phone back in my pocket and about 30 seconds later, I get past by the, she was probably 22 max. <laughs> this 20, 22 year old Amish girl wearing a dress passed me. Dude, she put you down, didn't she? She put me down. She put you down. And if you zoom into the picture that I took, she's back there. Like she, she's, she's way back she's there. She's behind, she's way back there, but 45 seconds later. She's like the roadrunner. She was like, me, me. And just like, I, like, there's literally a cloud of smoke. It's like, poof. <laughs> I'm like, I got passed. I got passed by plenty of girls. I'll admit that. But I got passed by a girl in a dress. That was awesome. I mean, where else can that happen? But Berlin, Ohio. I gotta love it though. It was, it was great. So, so did you place? I mean, did you have a placing that you placed or what? Yeah. You know? So there were like 356 runners, I think, total in the, in the half marathon. Really? Which is 13.1 miles. And, um, uh, my goal for me, I didn't know if I was going to be able to break the two-hour mark. That was my goal in Columbus back in April when I ran it. Columbus is a whole lot more flat than this. And so I I told Allie kind of going into this, I said, I'll be happy if I break two hours and ten minutes. Um, I finished an hour, 57 minutes, and 11 seconds. So just less than five minutes slower than my time in Columbus, which means that I was more conditioned. Like I was ready to go for this. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure that I was, but mm-hmm. afterwards, like today – I feel great. This time in April, when I ran my last one, I still felt like death. Like my body was just not as prepared as it was this past time. And so that was good. It right. was, um, I finished my age class for men, um, 35 to 39. I finished 12th out of 28. 
That's good. So I finished in the top 50% of that. I finished 79th overall in the half marathon out of 356 runners. How many, where, where did you place running with the girls though? I don't know. I mean, mine was more of a dress. And not Do they a, put a chip on you or something? not a skirt. So, yeah, no, there's a chip in. Yeah. I wasn't wearing a dress, anybody. Um, there's a chip in your bib with your number on it. There's okay. a chip on the back of that. And gotcha. So, yeah, they, you, they, keep, track they your... keep track of you. We crossed like three different um, um, strips yep. that, that kind of keep track right. of your lap times and everything. And so, yeah. Well, that's good. But it was good. Like I said, I was very pleased with my with my outcome and – now I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, we'll probably run that again, but I don't know that I'll run the half marathon next year because about a little over a month after that, I'm planning to run the full marathon in Columbus next fall. So, And then once your midlife crisis is over, what are you going to do then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. If he stops running and he's like, hey, guess what I just bought? I just bought me a convertible Corvette. <laughs> If you'd like to donate to that fund, I will stop running. <laughs> and I will just be driving. And I'll just drive everywhere. So that's how it's fun. Well, hope you, hope you're enjoying it. And, I am. You know, cause I if am. you enjoy it, that's good. And you gotta do, um, you know. Well, and, he, and here's the crazy like thing. And you know this, you get out and bike and you exercise. Right. And, and I think that's so important. I was a catcher for nine years. Uh, my knees are not really that great. They creak and crack and pop when I bend down and everything. Um, when I first started running again back in January, I would see, you hear my ankle, like my ankles pop and everything. But when I first started running in January, dude, I can't wait till you're my age. <laughs> till you're um, your age, exactly. I'll be um, pushing you in a wheelchair. You might be. <laughs> and, uh, I was wearing knee braces on both knees. Like Saturday for that half marathon, I wasn't wearing a single knee brace. Like the more nice. I'm running, the better my knees feel. Right, right, and right. It's kind of that whole adage of a body in motion stays in motion. And, and so I, I think that that's been, that's been good for me. And obviously I had my issues with my lungs and stuff and, um, you know, they're doing great and I can tell when the humidity's up, but oh, yeah. anything other than that, like, it's like the old Mickey Mantle adage, you know, it's like you got to play or do within your limitations and know what your limitations exactly. are. Exactly. Also stretch those limitations push to the point where they're not going to be limitations. Exactly. And you control the limitations. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's, you know, um, he came up with that because like, uh, what he come up in 50, 1951 and, um, in 1954 or three or four, there was a great out in center field in New York uh, at a Yankee stadium. It was surrounded by, uh, grass, but something, they had a humongous, like three or four days of rain. Mm. Well, the great final came up just a little bit. He got his spike caught in oh. the, where the, like mm -hmm. the metal and the cement is. Yep. And it twisted his ankle. It really did some damage. Mm -hmm. And so he dealt with that till 1969. Yeah. And so he had all kinds of issues. Um, but, um, but his big thing was, is like, you know, don't let your limitations hold you back. Exactly. So if you want to play, play. Yep. Um, do the best you can. Mm -hmm. And, um, he said, always give your best no matter what. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's as long as you're enjoying yourself yeah. and, and that's working the, around your limitations. Yeah. That's the great thing too. You know, I grew up playing baseball and so super competitive. When you play a baseball game, you want to win, right? You want to come in first. Um, the unless running, you're the Oakland A's. Unless you're the Oakland A's, yes. Um, the running community is a little bit different. You know, it's like I'm out there trying to do my best and I've got maybe a time in mind that I want to be under. But man, I mean, there was a section where you hit mile eight and you turn left and you go a mile and a half down the road and then you circle around these cones and you come back down that road to go out toward the finish. And so, you know, we go out the road and there are people that were ahead of us that are coming back already and we're cheering them on. They're cheering us on. And then I go down and make the circle and I'm coming back and I'm, I'm talking to people as I'm coming by and clapping and cheering them on. It's like, hey, you got it. Keep it up. Almost there, whatnot, and so um, run into a guy that I had talked to for about three miles. We were running together, and he had dealt with a foot injury this past week, and so he had to slow up for a little bit. And so I passed him there, and just was able to encourage him. And so that's the the cool thing, you know. You play a sport like right. baseball or basketball or whatever, and it's like I got to be first. I got to be first. You know, this is like I'm I'm out trying to do my my best, right. and you know, me going into it. There are some people out there that are like I got to be first, and like a husband and wife took the uh, first place overall in the he he won the half marathon and she won the 10k and they were runners you know it's like good for you um but i'm i'm out there just trying to do my best and and you know again push myself and and try to see what those limits are and but your best was not good enough <laughs> to be to 
girl in a dress in a dress <laughs> exactly so no i'm excited looking forward you know i've got 13 months now a little over 13 months before the full marathon i'm excited to push my body to the limit and see what i can do um we'll see we'll get get five or six months down the road and see where i'm at there but got a lot of winter to go through first <laughs> you uh you just wait for the granny comments everybody because oh, he will gosh. be at them Anyway, so, so it was good. It was, I, and I'm, and I'm thankful for my family. You know, I couldn't have put the time in to train. So you sent me support. a text the other night, almost ignored it, like you did mine this last Saturday, night. So, Saturday. I was busy. <laughs> I'm teasing you. I was busy. <laughs> but I sent him a text, he sent me a text the other night after he got back, and he said, would you like to come rub my feet? I almost ignored it. Okay, your response though, I, I'm glad I wasn't drinking anything because I would have spit whatever I had in my I mouth out. Said. You don't remember what you said? No. You were like negative on rubbing your feet. That's why God gave you out. Okay. And so I told her that, and she chuckled and was like, "No, no, I'm not doing that either." <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on your run, and Thanks. also to the girl who beat you. <laughs> congratulations, exactly. <laughs> Whoever she might be, right? <laughs> but yeah. no, that's that's always fun. We, yeah, he showed me that picture yesterday. That girl behind him, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, "I'm like 45 seconds later, there she I don't went." Know how you're taking pictures while you're running, bro? I mean, literally, I I can't do that. That was the other thing Allie said. Allie was like, "They okay, so." <laughs> I, I'm running. You know where they went? You running with one of those sticks things? Or no, okay. I just pulled it out <laughs> okay. and took it with my – yeah, but you know where they went while I was running? The Der Dutchman. Close. They went to Rebecca's Bistro. Oh, okay. For breakfast. So I, mile six, I took and sent her, sent her a picture, and she's like, I knew when you were six miles in sending me pictures that you were well more conditioned this time than you were last time. Yeah. She was like, because that wasn't anything you did last time. It is amazing how – um like like the weather, humidity, and stuff affects you. Yeah, like you, you, yeah. I, I bet, guaranteed, because the weather was so good Saturday, mm -hmm. that had a lot to do with yep. it too. Because if that was one of those extraordinary muggy days, yep. I bet it would have been tough. Because yep. if you think back to last week when there was like three or four oh days my. where we had, I actually went riding. I cannot because I got undersized lungs, as, mm -hmm. as I don't know if everybody knows that or not. I was told I had Craig. the lungs of a twelve-year-old girl. girl so, yes, um, they're very—they're only half the size that they should be. And normally, I, I can—I know how to. You're like the Grinch, but with lungs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how to control that, but I—I'm uh, riding and trying to get up some of them hills, and I was feeling mm -hmm. it, man. Yeah. I mean, I was feeling it. Those I terrible. Ran. I ran those days and that was brutal. Like I, actually, I could have used an inhaler. The one day I ran at twelve thirty in the afternoon, remember that? Thankfully yeah. it was just two miles. Yeah, it was that it was, was bad. rough. It was rough. So hopefully like today would have been awesome. To oh be yeah. Out. It would have could have rode all better. day. Right? You could have run all day. All right. Not right now, my hips are too sore. <laughs> what? I ran thirteen miles Saturday. Hey, you let me get let me, you need some Epsom salt in a bag. <laughs> I got some at home. I bet you do. Anyways. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations. So Thank you. And here we are. Today is one of those days, if you're still with us, we're just talking because we're um, just here. we've yeah. had a couple of weeks. We were at the fair service, mm -hmm. which went really well. It did and go a lot well. of people. Yep. And then we had Honduras Sunday. Um, so we just thought we'd come on and basically just say hi. Shoot and the breeze. Just shoot the breeze for a little bit. But I did read something uh, last night. And it's a familiar passage of scripture that I think that uh, you well know. But I, I read this. I was I've been reading back through the book of James again, okay. and, I, and I love the book of James. And mm -hmm. I try to read through the book of James three, four times a year. I just like the mm -hmm. practicality of, sure. of how it's written. I mean, you we could start just picking out passages from James and how mm -hmm. right on this is. Yes. Like it was right on for the day, and I'm it's more right, right on, on than now. it's ever yeah. been. But in James chapter four, here's what he says, and this is uh, starting with verse one. What causes uh, what is causing uh, the art quarrels and the fights among you? You know the verse, right? Mm -hmm. Don't they come from the evil desires that war within you? Mm -hmm. So that's verse one. What's causing quite, uh, quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the desires that are inside of you? So think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. What 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 happens with that kid? Do you think that as a follower of Christ that we need to break that down, like um, on everything, mm -hmm. like? Driving. Yeah. You get peeved. Mm-hmm. What's causing that? Yeah. What really, what causes you to get mad while you're driving? Right. 
Well, I mean, you th- you think about the last part of that. It's it's the desires inside of you. It's selfishness. It's so you don't want somebody inconvenient. So I'm thinking about myself. Uh, like when at somebody church. pulls out in front of me. Yeah. Like at church, some we want to make a change. We want to remove the pews. We want to update something. People lose their minds. Yeah. They they go crazy. They call. They write they, nasty letters. That what? Why would you do that? If if you if Jesus yeah. is your savior and he died on the cross and he rose from the dead, and you have an eternal life promised to you. Why would it matter? Right. I mean, literally, right. why would you care? Right. And so, um, you really that that was very convicting because I started thinking back. Last night, I was out back for a little bit. Beautiful evening last night. It was nice. And so I'm, I'm thinking about that verse, and I'm like, you know, I, I just – I'm amazed how that verse hits me mm-hmm. because how I thought about it even this past couple of days, how I got irritated about stuff. Right. And I was very uh, convicted. And it made me actually, when I was out there, started thinking about next year, mm-hmm. like – um not doing that, like going verse by verse, like we did in the book of James, but taking segments, segments. like taking, um, call like, uh, like shotgun with James or something and like, just take that verse, boom, and break it down. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at verse two, it says, you want what you don't have. So you scheme and you kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and you wage war to take it from them. Yet you do not have what you ask because you do not ask God for it. And even when you do ask, you do not get because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Right. It always goes back to the adage of, um, you know, are my desires and God desires the same thing? Right. If I read God's word. Am I right about this? I read God's word. I'm going to know what God wants. Mm-hmm. And if I diverge from that, then, and I'm praying for something that goes against that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get that mad. Exactly. Am I right about that? Yep. So I, uh, very convicting. Yeah. Very convicting verse. So, yep. Um, I just, I love the book of James. And yeah, that's ever, good. You said that was chapter four. That was chapter four. And, um, it's just, uh, it's just amazing how, um, just, just so practical. Yeah, just so practical. Because I mean, I used uh, a few a few weeks ago at the fair service. Um, I'd used a little bit of was it James one? I think so. Um, because James one is you know the same thing. I mean, right. um, he's like, uh, you know, if you look at <laughs> here we go. I love this. He's like, uh, when troubles any kind come your way, this is James chapter mm-hmm. one verse two. When troubles come your come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, for that you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. We mm-hmm. hate to do this, right? We hate this. Um, so let it grow, and I love that part because he's like, just let it happen because this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. For when your endurance is fully developed, you'll be perfect, complete, and needing nothing. And this is this is verse number five in James one, and I love this verse. And I think you and I need to do this all the time. If you need wisdom, mm-hmm. ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. This is not saying ask God and he might give it to you. Right. Some versions say, and he will give it to you liberally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. here, take it, and here's a little bit extra dose for that. And, he, and here's the thing that goes along with that and along with the verse that you read earlier from from chapter 4 is that when we ask something, if if we aren't selfish, like we talked about, right. and we're not worried about our desires and our wants and what we think is right, and, and our heart is aligned with God's heart, mm-hmm. then it's going to be his will. And so when we ask, if we ask it and we're in alignment with him, yep. then we will receive it. But a lot of times we're only worried about ourselves and what we think is exactly. right and our wants and – um, and our selfishness, and so we don't get because our hearts aren't in align with His heart. Exactly, and I and I wonder sometimes when you're talking about the endurance and the heart being aligned, it aligned, and you know we get mad and we quarrel with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, when I if you fall into the uh, when you fall away from what God wants you to do, we're not happy people. Yeah. We're not we're not joyful right. people. Right. We're not blessed people, and. Um, and I look, um, I look at these verses in James and I look about what we're getting ready to talk about over the next 10 weeks in the Israelite people. And I know you talked about it, mm-hmm. um, the last Sunday that you were, um, you know, up front in, um, when you were speaking, it's just, um, we're people. Yeah. And if yeah. we don't allow the spirit to take over us and at least to, 
I mean, we're not going to be perfect at this. Absolutely. I, I'm going to get twisted. I, like this morning, I'm coming down Whitestone. No lie. Somebody pulled straight out in front of me from uh, that side road by the um, cemetery on Whitestone after I just got on there. You know, I was like maybe half a mile down the road. And this lady pulls out in front of me. And um, if I had been looking down, yeah. I would have I would have nailed her. Mm. And I just went out around her and I honked. I was really irritated. Um, number one, I didn't want to be in an accident. Right. And I didn't want the inconvenience of it. And who knows? We could have all been hurt or, yep. or whatever because I literally was going 60 miles an hour. And right. She was just pulling out. So Ugh. that would have been a terrible, terrible accident. So, um, but you look at what, um, you look at the words of James and you just look at, um, you know, what God wants for us. It, it is amazing. So as I was just kind of going through the book of James last night, that, that actually chapter four really stood out to me. Because I was like, I was very convicted at that yeah. first verse, right? Because you know, right. it's you, it's me, mm-hmm. it's it's my desires that go against what God wants, and it's my desires inside, right? Um, so I, I need to, I need to be better. I think we probably all do. So maybe Allie and I've been reading in Second Samuel. Maybe we take a break from that and read James. That'd be good to do too. Chat James about it a good. little bit. James goes so fast, yeah, so fast, yeah. I um. Want to let everybody know, just to remind you, this Sunday, 10 weeks, starting Sunday, is written in stone. And I got Moses looking at me right now. <laughs> Chuck Heston is standing oh, right Charles. over us right now. So um, we're going to have Moses somewhere in the building, and um, hopefully you'll see him. And um, we'll uh, start the Ten Commandments, and I'm looking forward to it. A lot of stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Again, um, no matter how long we're up front, I think that going through the commandments, we could spend more than a week on each commandment. Absolutely. Um, and break that down, especially being practical for us today. What does that actually mean? Exactly. And I have had, are you ready for this? I've had five people yesterday mm. tell me that they're looking forward to the series, but the five people said, we're trying, we want to know what, what, what you're going to say about remember the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just finished that up. Right. So, um, I hope you guys are going to be happy with that because I've been really working hard on that and praying about it. And, um, are people really ever happy? Not with me, they're not. <laughs> I mean, they might be with you, but really not with me. Yeah, I don't I've know. just learned to live with it. So, right. uh, but um, sometimes I feel like Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, like what? Are the, can I can I catch a break for one day? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. Hope you guys um, will will join us for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's going to be great. And um, and don't forget that this Sunday after each service, our Bear Fruit Prison Ministry is going to have an informational meeting after each service in the um, prayer room. Prayer room, yes. Yep. And then Campfire Conversations for Ladies is October sixth at six p.m. You can go to Richwood.Church forward slash Women. We had a lot of announcements yesterday. We did. Men's cookout this coming Wednesday. It is. Um, that would be the 13th at the RCC Shelter House. That's 630. And then starting next Wednesday um, at 7 p.m., the men will be um, meeting for Bible study. And I think they're actually going to be breaking down the uh, Ten Commandments series. Oh, there you go. So maybe they want Moses with them. Maybe. The Moses um, scared me last week when I come out of this little bathroom here. Moses scared our stream team people. He did, people too. Yeah, our stream he's team He's a little intimidating, in. I'll be well, honest Well, I mean, you. he's like six foot tall. Yeah, he's a little bit. You're right, he is. Yeah. I think he's in, in real life. I think he's like he's six foot He's a little taller than that, but yeah. we did the best we could. He looks good. He does look good. He looks very intimidating. Yes. Um, so one more thing, too. I just wanted to... Uh, just say before we get off of here, um, our Connections Cafe people mm-hmm. yesterday. We were down at the oh cafe. My. That yeah. was awesome. She did great yesterday. That was Alma. Alma. Alma Beal. Yeah. Awesome. If you're listening to Alma, awesome job yesterday. Those um, little... It was like a buffet of goodness. Did you have the little tater tots? Yes. The little tater tots, they were smashed I had with one. cheese and bacon yeah. on them. I had one too. I had one, but I tell you Three, what, four. I could have cleaned the plate off. I think I had like eight of them. Dude, I could have cleaned the plate. Yeah. Like I would have been like... Thank you for these. Does anybody else get any? <laughs> <Yeah>. Right, exactly. <laughs> but thank you for that because, I mean, she had that and then she had like, I mean, we, I mean, we had like a smorgasbord it was. of food. Like, it was. Like if I, if, like I could have eaten lunch there. I practically did. I, I still went home and had a couple hot dogs, but. 
I like hot dogs too, but yeah. um, but yeah, great job. And I know, yes, thank you. I know we have other people that yep, help out. They do great, phenomenal. Um, I know Shelly does it. And I know there's, I, I can't remember why and Sue, yeah, why and Sue. Yeah. But I, uh, I know there's other people. Thank you guys for doing that. It it really does add to um, a Sunday. And it does. Um, yep. I think, especially if you're a first time guest. And uh, you're walking into that. It's it's just a good mm-hmm. thing. I know they're probably like, "What do we do here?" But right, right. It's it's awesome. Yep, it's awesome. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, we appreciate it. Yes, we do. You falling asleep over there? No. Okay. I think that's it. Just a reminder: student ministries back up and running every Sunday night, five to six thirty. Middle and high schoolers um, will meet either at the in the gym if the weather's not permitting, or out at the shelter house. Oh, I do have one more thing. What do you have? Do you know that we are 11 weeks away from starting the Christmas series? That is awesome. I have not stopped singing. For some reason, that the song has been in my in my head since Christmas last year. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Who is that? It's not Andy well, Williams. Everybody sings that. So. No, it's the good one, the good version the of it. The Carpenter singing. No, it's a guy. Perry Como. Perry Como. I like to listen to Perry Como's version. I didn't even know you knew who Perry Como was. Oh, so yeah. kudos for you today. Oh, yeah. Kudos for you. I listened to a lot of Perry Como and a lot of uh, Andy Williams at Christmas time. Andy's good. He's got a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he he, he, can, let it, he can let it go. Yep. Yes, yeah. he can. <laughs> yes, he can. Bing. I mean, you, you can't go wrong with Bing at Christmas time right? either. No, exactly. So here we are. Um, we've we've started rabbit trailing, which means that we probably are I think are we've done. rabbit trailed for almost 50 minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to us. Just uh, shoot the breeze today. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll title this episode "Shooting the Breeze." And the breeze is nice outside too. So there's that. But it is nice. You're yeah. right. So anything else before Nothing. speak now or forever? Hold. Hope your you guys peace. have a great week and hope to see you Sunday. Love to see you tomorrow night at prayer night. Yes. But be here Sunday for and sure. then hopefully next Monday you're going to join us right back here and we're eating German chocolate cake. Craig's like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. So we hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time on Grounded. See ya.